Hi, you're listening to The Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deeves. Fair warning, this podcast may contain adult content. It may not. I don't know. I never really have a plan. Let's listen on and find out. Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deves. And this week my guest is Paul Peary. Paul is absolutely one of my favourite comedians. Uh, I kick with him all the time. He uh, He's from Scotland but lives sort of not too far from me. But he's just he's a lovely guy. He's very, very funny. Like ridiculously funny. If you've never seen him, go and look him up because he's so, so funny. He genuinely has some of my favourite jokes in the world and we talk about that and then he just sort of uh, reams off a load of his jokes so that's coming up and you are welcome we do tentatively talk about some slightly questionable subjects but it all comes sort of you know it comes off well in the end I think when we do discuss his jokes that does lead to a discussion of the horrendousness of social media and it sort of gets a little bit sort of dark and weird but then you know it's uh, I should say about Paul he is weird so uh, and that's not an insult to say that that's very much part of his character and who he is as a person and why he's so much fun because he just sort of delves into anything there's various bits through the podcast where it might sound like you can't understand what he's saying and that is because he's not really saying things a lot of the time just sort of mumbles stuff and then uh it goes off on a flight of fancy and it's incredible. It's, it's amazing to be part of where his brain goes. So you just sort of keep along for the ride. Speaking of which, he does end up beatboxing at the end. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea where it came from, but it was very funny. We also talk about Kikido, the uh, ice cream martial art, which will that'll make sense when you get to it. But it's, it's just worth mentioning because it's very funny. A point worth looking out for. There's also a bit about 40 minutes in where I bleep a particular word. And if you don't know what that word is, you, you could put sort of any number of horrendous words in there and it and it feels like it would fit. But it, it's nothing bad. It was just it was just the bad swear. The one the one that I, I like to uh, bleep out. It doesn't come up often, but when it does no one's complained about swearing yet. There's been someone here I've been doing content warnings recently. Still, nobody's complained about swearing, but some people just don't like it. So I leave some of it in because it's part of the conversation and I'll bleep bits because they're the bad word. I don't mind it. I think it's funny. That's just me. You're more than welcome to mind it. I've taken it out. It's fine. Stop complaining. So yeah, he's just an absolute joy and I hope you enjoy it. Be back at the end with some links to social media. Not that there are many. And I will also plug my Kofi page, kofi.com forward slash sideeves, just in case you want to support the podcast and uh, help me buy more gear and, but you know, pay for more stuff. And I just want to find a way of saying thanks for bringing you so much joy during the lockdown. And I mean, to be fair, I started it before. So whenever, you know, just bringing you so much joy in general, if you like it and you want to say thank you and you could do so monetarily. Please do. That's a lovely way to say thank you, and I appreciate it. So yeah, I'll plug that at the end. <laughs> I've plugged it now. No, I haven't. That wasn't. That wasn't now. That's, I'm saving that for the end. So yeah, here's Paul Perry. Enjoy. 
Hello. We're wearing the same t-shirts. I know, I just realised. Will that change? No, that's fine. It's uh, it's not a visual podcast. Alright, cool. Yeah, we've come as uh, we've come as different ages of each other. Yeah, I am you in the future. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good. Yeah, you? Uh, yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, we've both got pictures as well. Yeah, but you have chosen a t-shirt that blends in with your wall, whereas I, uh, I very See, much stand out. Just a floating head. Yeah, <laughs> if this was green screen, yeah. it'd be quite terrifying. <laughs> I've um, got my tea. Lovely. What have you got? Usually drink tea. I've got Doctor Stewart's Doctor Sundays, Doctor Yeah, Doctor Stewart's. It's green tea. Oh, nice. What? So just a just a sort of straight green tea bag, is it? Yeah. Nice. I've not heard of that. Looks lovely. I've got green tea as well, but uh, this has got mandarin and apple with guarana in it. Ooh, yeah. fancy. Yeah, I get sent loads of teas from companies, and this one's from Twinings. The best. Only the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very nice. I, uh, I'm i reaching the end of that supply. I've been sent some new ones from uh, another company, though, so I should start drinking those soon. Good stuff. So uh, what have you been up to? You're probably the comedian that I've seen most at gigs in the last year and a half, I would say. Yeah. Other than maybe Russ, because he's, he's everywhere. Well, he runs them, doesn't he? Yeah. Finds little loopholes and everything, you know. Does, yeah. does it? Does it all legit? No sneakiness, but um, he he finds ways to put on something, you know. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, I mean, on the moon, you know, you'll find, <laughs> you know, it, it's like uh, swimming pools are open, but you can't use the pool. Okay, well, what we'll do is put a stage in the middle of the pool, take all the water out, you yeah. know. You'll find, you'll find a way. I reckon it puts so it on a float. Ross's gigs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think I've seen you probably more than Matt Adlington, who obviously at gigs I've, I've seen him personally. Yeah. 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 It's, well, near Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just before. 16? Because again, he found a loophole, didn't he? Yeah. It was like, oh, there's a tier two place. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It was, well, it's the night before it went to tier three. So That's he, right. Yeah. Brought it all forwards like a little comedy magician, but not, he is. not doing magic. No. Well, it kind of is magic, isn't it? Well, it is It is kind of magic. I would say what you do is kind of magic as well. For, for instance, I mean, we've done a lot of bad gigs together, or sort of questionable gigs, many of them for Ross. Again, he yeah. runs some lovely gigs, uh, and occasionally some of them go awry, like the uh, like the Shoebury one. Oh, God, I was just being a kid about that the other day, because yeah. I said, I'm doing um, a gym, I'm doing this with... Sai, which one's Sai again? When do you remember we did Shrewsbury Ness? And she went, Oh, yeah, that nutter with a shaved head that was drunk. Yeah, he's like Firestarter. Yeah, I don't particularly. My postman's about to deliver some post. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he is. He's done his thing. His bells, probably. Do you remember when you were a kid and you heard a postman to get all excited? Yeah. And then the minute you turn as an adult, the minute you hear that later box, you think, oh, fuck, I'm going to lose my house. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I generally assume right. that it's just another uh, canvassing leaflet. Yeah, well, this one's for the uh, pizza company. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's all right then. Yes, Shrewsbury Nest, that gig. And then um, we thought, well, we'd go ahead with it. And there was people turning up and the, the owner wanted us to go ahead and everybody was pissed and they didn't pay. And there was about, what, was there about seven people there? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, at most. Yeah. 
all yeah. pissed. All of them dragged. And none then... of them knew comedy was going on, and they got dragged in no. from watching football to the back room. And for me, I don't like that, but I think, all right, well, I'll just go into improv mode and shouty mode and try anything. Just don't yeah. do material. I'll just go, you're bald or that wall looks different. And um, and it's harder for people like you who have constructed and need the audience to listen yeah. to the material you've written. So the minute you say anything, they're just going to go, ah, shit, ah, you're crap. Because they're not, they're not putting anything into it. Yeah, yeah, their brains aren't engaged. No, of course they're not. No. You know? I and just, the guy got up and tried to start doing the microphone. I'll tell you jokes. I'll, you I'll just never forget the the landlord of all people had his face literally in his hands. <laughs> just yeah. Was, uh, I thought, oh, this isn't, this isn't going well. <laughs> yeah. But I persevered. Persevered until a man literally took the microphone off of me. God, that was, what was it? it must have been two years ago, that. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, well, it's just before I moved here. Which is just around the corner from there, because I'm um, I'm about a four minute walk from Russ. All right. Yeah. No, but that yeah, that was a that was a mental kick. Got all my devices. Yeah. But the Christmas one was good fun. You smashed that one. Oh yeah, I had a very um, nice time. Yeah, that was good. That was great. That was that was a lovely gig, and I think it was because the audience were excited because they were out in a gig. Yeah. We were excited as comedians because we wanted. to show what we could do and obviously we've been trapped in our own heads yeah, for yeah. A, well, eight or nine months at that point so we were just wanting we were eager to go listen to us and they were eager to go tell us something yeah. so it just it worked out I mean there was a couple of drunks here but they were great fun because they weren't trying to ruin it they were chipping in at the right times and being a bit stupid but because there was so much excitement in the room by everybody it was a lovely night and then the next day everything just yeah. that was it wasn't it yeah Everything went back to shit, and then I got um, I got COVID. Oh, did you? Two days later, you know, um, not from that gig, surely. Not from the gig, no, because there was a panic at first. I thought, fuck, that would be a nightmare if I did, because that means other comics might have got it, or I might have picked up from the audience, or because they'll trace and they'll go, where did you get it from? And I'll go, well, uh, uh, yeah. but it turns out it was um, Kate's teacher. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a you know, that's a shame. So yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, have you had your vaccine? No, my uh, booking is the twenty third of this month, which is Sunday for my first one, and my second one's not until um, July. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Well, how have I had mine before you? I had mine on Friday. Um, I literally, I don't know why, but um, oh, I'll tell you why. Kate's had hers. She's a teacher. She's yeah. had hers. She's got a second one coming. Um, I should have got. I'm at that age now, I'm 46. I was asked to book an appointment, but then I started getting a couple of gigs. Oh, uh, okay. So I thought, if I get the injection now, and I feel like shit, yeah, I'll, yeah. Have to, um, I'll have to cancel the gigs. And they were like, a couple of Ross's ones again, they, they weren't against any rules or anything. There was nothing wrong with them. Yeah. But I just thought, I don't want to cancel them because the, 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 it's money and it's foremost, it's a, it's a gig. So I thought, I'll do it. Once I know I've got that little leeway, I'll, I'll, I'll book in. So my next gig's not till 3rd of June. Oh, so okay. Nice. That'll give me enough time because things are opening up again and gigs are beginning to happen. Yeah. Have you got some, uh, got a few indoor ones booked? Yeah. 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 I'm, uh, yeah. I'm indoors uh, next week. End of next week. Whereabouts? Comedy Cabin. 
guy called Pete Wells runs a, a gig. It's just like a little basement in a, in a bar in East London, but it's, it's nice. It's in Austria. It's run by Fritz. <laughs> yeah. That, um, that sounds brilliant. It's just, it's good to get away. That's what I thought my wife was coming by there. I thought she said, work is the exact same car as my wife. Right. Sorry. Um, look, that's my window there. Look, so the whole world is, is, is there. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got uh, my, my window's there. Oh, look at this with our window. <laughs> it's only because I get a good signal here and it's easier to balance this machine of technology. Yeah. But I don't, I'm a technophobe and I can't even work a phone and people are sending pictures from Mars. <laughs> I said that the other week. I said, do you want to go to Mars? It looks shit, doesn't it? Well, I don't want to go to Mars purely because they've, uh, they've said that if you're going to Mars, you're not coming back. Well, that's even if you, I mean, even if you live there and spend a life like you know, I'd probably miss my friends and my family. That's the other, but it's not just that. It, it doesn't look. It's like all that money years to land and go. Look, we're actually here, and it looks like all that money spent. Yeah, I was seeing this the other week. I was seeing it's like it's the equivalent to spending. It's like living in the Bahamas, spending all that money to go to Blackpool. Yeah, and then and then what, what do you do in Blackpool? You come back with a piece of rock. Yeah. You know, it's the same as going to Mars. It's it's, and then we can't even leave the house. And now we know what Earth looks like from billions of miles away. Yes, yeah. yeah. What a world! I, I probably could have drawn a picture of what it looks like, and it would have looked fairly similar. Yeah, little, little blue dot, red and full of hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not exciting. There's so much going on here. We need to. This is the most beautifulest planet in the world, in, in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that very, world. very much in this world. Yeah, yeah. Every other place looks like shit. So go and go to Cornwall. Yeah, it's great. It's a lovely place. And then look at Mars from there. You know. <laughs> yeah. Everything's here. Get a telescope. You'll probably get everything you need from it. Yeah, and everything up in space looks great from a planet we're on, which is awesome looking. You know, so it's like that looks amazing. This looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's like this shit. Earth looks great. The the best that you can hope for is that you'll have the accolade of being the first person on Mars. But once you're the first person on Mars, you're never going to find out that you've got the accolades because you'll never speak to anyone again. It's like, like having sex with Brett Eklund now. I don't know who that is. You're young. <laughs> it's she's a model from the uh, 50s and 60s, you know? Even my phone's getting excited about it. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. like going, what I've, what I've done her. Yeah, but have you seen what she looks like now? You know, it's the same as going, well, at least I've made it to a planet that smells of shit. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I don't mean, make any sense anymore. I don't know. I don't know where the most up-to-date picture is. I mean, she still looks all right for 78. Yeah. But that's what I mean. She looks all right. <laughs> you know, if you if this was the 1960s and you were the first to conquer that, it'd be amazing. You know? She used to be married to Peter Sellers. Oh, really? Yeah, rocky, rocky uh, relationship that was. He was mental. Oh, really? Yeah. Comedy genius, but um, yeah. a, a broken man, slightly mad. Yeah. You know? But then. But uh... I think you've got to be for comedy. You've got to have, you've got to have something broken. Yeah. You've got to have something wired differently, for sure. Yeah, of course you do. You know, I think. Um, it's like footballers. 
it's the best footballers are the ones that have come from or have like Paul Gascoigne's the the drink or the Messi's come from an upbringing that they, they probably had to practice with cans. You know what I mean? It's that kind of and it's the same with comedy. You've got to have a slight autism about you, or you were maybe bullied, or you um you you, you just you think differently. Yeah. You get other people that want to do comedy because they think it's cool or they think they're funny in a pub. Yeah. But I think the the real ability comes from a touch of slight madness. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of those you know? uh, a lot a lot of the people that are funny in the pub will get on stage and uh sometimes they'll be funny, but probably mm. not. Sometimes but they're only funny to their mates. Yeah. Because if you take them away from their environment, if you take Billy, right, away from the South End Arms, yeah. who's funny his mates, and you drive him 200 miles and you plonk him in an art centre in front of 200 strangers that he doesn't know. Yeah. And then he starts going, fucking, oh, two Asians. You know what I mean? Or he goes, oh, my mate Steve, he does this. Yeah. And it won't come across, A, because the delivery will be wrong, and um, B, because nobody knows who Steve is. Yeah. Oh, do you remember you know? when we were at that party? No. Yeah. We weren't, no. we weren't there. No. Unless it's a caricature, unless they, they worked out to caricature themselves and go, oh, everyone, I'm a geezer. Yeah. You know, that that would that would work. I mean, that's Lee um, Nelson does all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. and there, there's guys that are generally like him. Yeah. But what makes it funny when Lee does it is because you know that he's caricaturing those style of people, you know? Yeah. It's the world, isn't it? Yeah. Like Josh James is an emphasis of himself, and I would say he's on that sort of uh, borderline. Of, uh, of being quite quite a geezer, but he's also uh, sort of he's aware that he isn't as well. And there's of course, and that's that's I the mean, difference even, is uh, having that awareness. Yeah, but again, it's even. I mean, look at um, Terry Alden. Terry Alden oh, yeah. comes across. I mean, he's an ex footballer. He's a bit of a geezer, but he 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 stereotypes when he's on stage a little bit. But also, again, he's this warped genius as well. Yeah, he's incredible. So he had, he's the type of person that's an entertainer. Probably Jack the Lad as well a little bit, but he's got he has to get on stage and show. There's a difference, you yeah. know. There's there's and we need to see it. You but know, it'd be absolutely impossible to watch Terry Alderson and not think that he's some kind of twisted genius as well. Because uh, of course, of course, he is uh, unbelievable. Then, um, oh, he's he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's one a- of the ones that he's better than most of the um, physical acts that you see live. He's amazing. It's that weird thing in the world when you go why isn't he on tv more but you you need to see him live straight on radio it does he does really well for himself but yeah. you just think this guy's brilliant he gets you excited when you watch him. yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah i uh I, I describe him as like a comedy freight train because i saw him in a room where to start with people sort of watching him going like yeah sure it's fine but by the end like he's just building up momentum and more momentum and more momentum mm. as he's going and by the end it, like he just break any barrier whatsoever it's, it's amazing of course yeah yeah it's one of these comics for a different example if you're into football and you watch when you were younger you watch a, a footballer doing this great move you, you get excited and you go out in the garden you start practicing the, with the football yeah Terry Alden's like that you watch him live or a, a cliff of him and then you go I want to go out and practice I want to go out and do this he's that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Matrix. You realise why you do this. He's, he's one of the guys that, that makes you proud to be a comic. You know, you go, oh, yeah, this is why I do it. You yeah. Know, it's exciting. 
Yeah, he's electric. Great. Cool. Who would say? Who would you say is your is your favorite comedian to watch? And you don't have to say me. <laughs> or about myself? No, um, that is really tough. It's not a question I've asked before. It's just uh, I felt like it. Yeah, you know, but it's always a good question because I want to know the answer. So I get excited when you ask me. I go, who do, who do I like? Yeah. I know who it is. I, uh, who have I been watching recently? I can go with recent ones because of COVID. Yeah. Because I don't usually watch much comedy now. Yeah, yeah. Because A, I think I get a bit like a chameleon. I, I, I tend to watch them and pick up little things. And um, it worries me in case that I take that on stage and become somebody different. And that's that's like everything. You know, if you watch too many American films, you end up going talking about, you, you know. Yeah, so, of course. But um, if it pops up on my um, feed or something like that, I, I think Bill Burr is, um, I, he gets me excited because he he doesn't give a fuck, but he's, he's not. I What he says is funny and it's, he, he ruffles people up, but he, he makes sense with it. It's not as if he's been an asshole about it. Yeah. Because he's, brought, he, he's saying, I'm an asshole. This is what I think. And I, and I like things like that. Yeah. You know, I used to like listening to Louis C.K. Because I think Louis C.K. is brilliant. I mean, obviously, he's done something silly. Yeah. And um, we do that thing is when our heroes do something wrong, we, we try and defend them and look for other ways yeah. To, to justify their actions. But when it's somebody you don't like, you straight away go, I knew it. It's like I used to always freak out when people wanted um, Cliff Richard to be a paedophile. Yeah. You're going, well, you, you, you hate him that much, you want a child to get hurt. Yeah. And you go, no. I go, well, to, like, I don't particularly, he's not my cup of tea, but I don't want anybody to get hurt because of it. I don't want to go, yes, he's a pedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, but with Lucy Key, you just have to accept the fact that he's done something stupid and you just go, oh, well, but his comedy was still brilliant. Yeah. You know? And um, That's the thing. Uh, like uh, Woody Allen's stand-up was incredible, but mm. he's done some beyond questionable things. Exactly. Yeah. You look at um, Bill Cosby again. Oh, yeah. You know, was the, the granny's favourite and everybody loved him and he was brilliant. But then you look, you look now, you think, oh, God, the Cosby show's ruined. Yeah. Because it brought it, you know, it's it's terrible. It's that Jimmy Savile moment, you know, the seventies and eighties, nineties. Your heroes are all learning to get you, yeah. you know. So it's 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 not good. But my favorite, right? Um, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. I went off and I was, yeah. yeah, we got uh, we got we got weird, which I expected yeah, to be weird. honest. Conversation with you. If it didn't get weird, uh, I don't know what that's going true. On. Yeah, that that's true. Wouldn't be wouldn't be me. No. Um, very on but I, I don't like con- constructive answers you know when because I don't think it's true I think if somebody can work out an answer of something that's been asked to them yeah then you don't know if you're getting the true meaning yeah because yeah. I just think I'll answer what's cool you want the ineffable version Charlie Chaplin genius oh um, yeah I used to love Paul Merton I love his weird sense of humour Lee Evans brilliant physically yeah Great timing. There's loads of like um, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, all these. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, what's the guy that came back? Um, From the dead or like Jesus? <laughs> no. no. Um, yeah, Jesus was hilarious. <laughs> um, 
had a great tight five. You know, exactly that uh, rock stuff, you know. <laughs> um, it's brilliant. Don't get him cross. Uh, he used to pretend to walk on water, and everybody used to go, "That's amazing!" Yeah. And then he would pretend to drown at the end. Um, and he would take the rings off his feet. Oh, I just had these on all the time. Um, he used to do that magic trick when um, he pretended to be white. <laughs> um, and everybody believed it. Um, oh, what's his name? I hate describing people of colour because you, you mentioned their colour, but uh, and everybody jumps on you. Um, he's a black comedian. Uh, he smokes on stage all the time. He's absolutely brilliant. He smokes on stage? He always hit when he does a joke. He hits he hits the mic off his leg when he laughs. That's Dave it. Chappelle, is it? Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Oh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't see black. It's weird, isn't it? Oh, that's right. I can edit that out so that it just sounds like I've. No, you don't. You don't have to edit it out because um, I'm not. It, it's that because it, it makes it worse that I um, I'm trying to find a way not to say it when I should just say it straight away when it's black. I mean, to do yeah. but I'm going. Hmm. Because that makes me slightly racist by going, oh, I can't, I can't say his colour of his skin because I don't want, and that's yeah. when clearly I'm not being yeah. in any way racist or whatsoever. I'm trying to describe somebody who is of colour and making it easier. Yeah, I don't know. The world's fucked. I was discussing this with uh, a colleague uh-huh. of mine the other day, who he uh, he's black and he he was saying like he's he's had it before where people have uh, said like they've. Like a, maybe a customer's come in and they've said uh, like, oh, like who who was it you're talking to? And they're like, oh, the guy, like he's uh, he's got a, a little goatee, sort of short short hair. Like he's the only yeah. black guy that works there. You yeah. just say he's the black guy, <laughs> and like we know yeah. immediately who it is. Like, no, it's not racist. It's just a very good descriptor. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that bit. That's, in my that's set I say to my son, you can say black, just don't say bastard after it. That's the only. Yeah. That's the the main difference. Or don't do it in a spiteful way, you know. But that that's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. You just go, like, there's the black gentleman, you know. I mean, oh, you had the, uh, you had shoes on. Um, ah, we all wear shoes, mate. Yeah, it's about, about five foot ten. Uh, and then it, what makes it even more uncomfortable yeah. is the fact that the, the, they're trying to fight the fact, and then they might just lose the plumb. Go, he was the black guy. And then it becomes a deal. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't need to edit that out because there's none. And if anybody complains, they're the racists because they're looking for they're looking yeah. for hate. People want to find hate so they can what complain a... about it when it's not even there. They'll scroll through every yeah. single little bit and go, I found it. And go, no, wait a minute. You found you found hate. There was no hate involved, yeah. but you've you're looking for hate. Why are you looking for hate? Because you want to hate somebody. Or find or point or annoy, and that's what the world's coming. Yeah, that's the thing. If somebody says something that someone might consider a trigger word during a gig, if they're doing a, a bit of material on anything, like anything whatsoever, if if someone says something that one person thinks is a trigger word, they'll no longer yeah. listen to the rest of the joke. Yeah. They'll just assume that they're offended. Yeah, that, that's why some and, uh, comics have yeah. got that genius way when they go. Um, so this uh, seen this Muslim guy, and then they always go, "Oh, change the room there, didn't it?" You know, and they'll they'll say to the audience, "It's all right, let me finish." But they always they go, "Oh, yeah, yeah. I could feel the tension," and it, it, everybody laughs when the comic says that because they go, "All right, he's not. He knows how we oh, feel, he's aware. so he's not. He's not. He's not going, yeah, bastards. He's actually going, oh, tension." And then they go, "Ha ha, all right, okay, yeah. say it." And then he becomes really racist. Yeah. <laughs>
you've got some of my favourite jokes that are some of some of the most quotable <clears throat> jokes, I think. My my favourite of which is, uh, if I look out the window for long enough, I can make the world go dark. Love it. It's one of my favourites. It's great. But it never never gets a laugh. Well, it does for me. There you go. And I, because I, 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 I always throw that in because I enjoy doing it. Yeah. Because it's, it's such a, it's just such a, a silly joke. The one that gets a laugh is uh, I'm scared of trampolines. Oh, yeah. They make me jump, right? And then when I do that one, <clears throat> it's, I, I do it as a throwaway because I'm, I'm pretending I've went mad on Red Bull, which I say pretender. I mean, I have gone mad on Red Bull. But, um, but my jokes tend to be, because I don't write many jokes, it's mainly material imp- improvised, but the jokes I do write are a bit, like um, Andrew Lloyd Webber, we all know you like Jesus, no need to make a big song and dance about it. And um, nice. they are just, they're just throwaways, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not very good at falling over. Should I contact TripAdvisor? <laughs> um, what's the other ones now? They're all, um, I nearly died hoovering the other day. Talk about Dyson with death. Incredible. Oh, what, what's, the, what, what's the one that I did the other day? My wife says that, it's her space on the top of the games board, but I've got Monopoly on it. Something like that. Yeah. I can't remember the, the punchline of that. I'm not, um, oh, what was it? The farmers find it hard to work when they're counting sheep. I can't remember. Something like that. I can't remember. What it was. But there's loads. There's loads of just stupid things that go on. My, there's a fly going about, and I'm going to let it out the window because it's driving me insane. Okay. Get out. Isn't it annoying when you open a window and a fly in a beat? always just get to the bit where the windows and then they go away again yeah they go see, the window the window's there and that's their freedom they go yeah they fly into the window like an inch away and then go oh no yeah. this isn't the way yeah they but yeah jokes are I, I like jokes for a little filler you know when i'm going you know it's that that's bit so when funny. I'm, thinking, I'm going to change set I'll go run into your local estate agents with a gun and shout, nobody move. <laughs> and then I'll go on a go on a bit of material. Yeah. You know? You never guess who I bumped into in Specsavers. Burt Reynolds. Uh, um, <laughs> that's because he, he used to do the Specsavers advert. I did it. And then, yeah, you know, old school. One of my first ever jokes, uh, this is how long ago I did comedy, um, was Terry Waits. What an ironic name. <laughs> um and uh, I used to spit ice cubes up out of my mouth and go, an Eskimo spitting. <laughs> um, I used to have this jacket with the, the sleeve missing, but you wouldn't see it. And I'd go, should I like no jacket? 70% off. And I would turn around and the sleeve would be missing. Nice. Just just stupid things, you know? Yeah. I Presumably, you'd do that one quite early on in the set. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just walking about like that all the time. Spend 15 minutes or 20 minutes at <laughs> facing sideways. Yeah. Yeah. I never got that job at the revolving door factory, but as one door closes, another one opens. Nice. Another one of my shade jokes. <laughs> what was the, I'm trying to think, so, um, firemen and strippers have two things in common. They both slide down poles and sometimes there's a pussy involved. <laughs> Too much? No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I was fishing the other day, and the, the, the guy said, have you got a permit? And I said, no, just fish. Uh, no, I don't do jobs. Uh, okay? <laughs> you do. You do them very well. I simply won't hear otherwise. Fox. Same. Yeah, I like that mug. I got that because of my, my joke, my joke about the kit, Mayor Oliver, when he hits his head. Because it did that bit of material. Uh, my 
friend gave me this for my birthday. He said, look, fuck, see, don't mind telling you. Uh, no, it's good. I like it. Well, there's, uh, it's always good to have uh, context because uh, I, w- I will ask you to send me a selfie with your mug at some point. Uh-huh. Uh, and then that will go on Instagram and the like for advertising purposes. So uh, yeah, if you could if you could yeah. do it with that mug, that'd be lovely. Awesome. I don't I don't do Instagram anymore. No. Or Twitter. It's not enough. I still do Facebook because you get gigs out of it. Hence, I'm doing this. Oh yeah. Because of Facebook, but everybody's an asshole. I'm uh, including me. <laughs> but um, I I don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. Don't get injected. Get injected. Don't be in the middle. Be in the middle. It's just everybody's coming at you from different angles. Yeah. And um, I just think everybody's a dick. Yeah. So I've thought, I've come off, come off. Um, and, and every time you go on uh, Instagram, it's uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Twitter's the same. Um, well, the thing is, people aren't going but, anywhere, are they? So no one's posting new photos of interesting things. They're just posting more photos no. of stuff inside their house. I've seen it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and influencers. Well, why are they called influencers? Are they, it's like it's like uh, reading on how to commit suicide without making a mess. You know, it's like Google. It's that's what influencers are because all they're doing is influencing people to either a ruin their face or or ruin the world or kill themselves because they can't get big boobs. Yeah. You know, it's like. Taking pictures of them in Auschwitz, you know what I mean? Fake tears. Oh, yeah. oh, why did they do that? Loving the fact that there's millions of dead Jews behind them. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's horrendous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird horrible. that people do that. Like some people put up photos of like, sort of, you know, them in love in front of the memorial. Like, what are you doing? No. Or, or, the, the, or those people that um, go, look at me handing this homeless guy 10 pounds. Just hand them the ten pound. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're 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 telling me that um you're being a, you're being an ass you're doing it for you. Yeah, yeah. To get yeah. likes. Don't do it to get likes. Do it because the guy needs food. Yeah. Yeah. You're not doing you it know? to be nice. No. Right. I've got some questions that I'm going to ask. They're from my book. Yes. The thing is, a lot of these questions are, are generally quite weird. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think any of them are going to be weird enough. For you, <laughs> fire away. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll start with the uh, normal ones first. Cause, so, did you say that you don't really drink tea? Uh, not really. I, I'm more of a coffee person. Yeah. If you were going to drink tea, what would be your go-to tea? Um, Thai food because it sounds like kung fu. <laughs> it's like Tai Chi mixed with kung fu. Yeah, it sounds exciting. You know? It's like cookie dough. Do you know the ice cream? Yeah. Cookie dough. I used to think it, it sounds like a martial art. I think Bruce Lee would eat it. What do you eat? Cookie dough! <laughs> you know? That's why I eat cookie dough ice cream, because it just sounds cookie dough. I'm a master of cookie dough. Yeah. Tell people you've know? you, uh, you got cookie dough in your back pocket and uh, they'll leave you alone. Yeah. Oh, or also they might think there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Oh, all about the cookie doughs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> do, you, uh, uh, do you dunk a biscuit in your tea? Uh, I have been known to... Um, Dunk a biscuit and a tea. Yeah, what would... I'm five foot eight. It's the only thing I could dunk. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you have a basketball hoop in your back garden, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Can you dunk that? Yes, because it's only up uh, to eight foot. Ah, yeah, nice. Sneaky. You know, so I, it's a little bit of a white man can't jump moment. 
That's still not bad, though. Eight foot. It's ten foot. T- ten foot's the uh, regular height. Yeah. So two foot off. Yeah. You know? That's uh. Yeah. It's not. It's not close. Yeah. No. But it's not bad. It's all right. It's uh. Yeah, forty-six years old. Yeah. Still got a little bit of a mood. Uh, so, what biscuit would you dunk? What's your favourite biscuit to dunk? See, my head's going. Tell the truth, which is rich tea. Yeah. But um, it's a good one. Is it a good one? Yeah. But it's too obvious. No. What's your favourite wine gum? You know, no, none of them. I'm not a big fan of wine gums. Most people are going to say red. Oh, I'd say the black one if anything. <gasps> see that? Oh yeah. See now you have to leave it in. Yeah. See. So this is leading on from a conversation I had the other week. There was someone that was saying that they'd like a button and they'd push that button and remove all history and knowledge of guns. If you had a button that could remove all knowledge and history of anything, what would it be? Everything that I've done wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know, it's a selfish thing. And I'm going to sound like Miss World here, but I would get rid of the obvious slaves, horrible statues. The, the idea of power is about money and wealth. I would get rid of all, all that. Yeah. Like history books and start fresh. Yeah. So everything. Nice. Everything. Yeah. Knowledge you know? of everything. Uh, yeah. Paul, I'm going to have to run to the toilet. I'm really sorry. Uh, I'll be right back. That is a weird question. I'm going to have a coffee. Did you wash your hands? Oh, hello. Hello. Sorry about that. I uh, I was trying to hold it off because I know we've got limited time, but I, I did come what I would describe as dangerously close to shitting myself. Well, that would have been terrible. Yeah, so you'd, re- you'd remove the memory of everyone and everything. Well, good things. I would... Um, You'd remove good things? No, I'd remove... Uh, keep the good thing. I'd, rem- I'd remove the idea of... Because you need a little bit of heat. You need a little bit of competition because we're human. Yeah. But the stupid ones that are getting in the way now. Like hating somebody because um, they're gay. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Hating somebody because they're black. Just hate. That's simple. Yeah. But... Um, so I would remove religion. I'd remove any history of any religious beliefs. And and let's wait and find out when you die, you go, oh, I didn't realise there was this big <laughs> guy. Yeah, this keep is a surprise. Awesome. You know, we get a nice surprise. Because therefore you'll, you know who's good and why they're good. Because they're doing it because they're genuinely good. Yeah. Because pe- some people... Do good things because they go, God's going to like me because I'm so good. Yeah, they think they'll get a reward. So you're not doing it because you naturally want to be good. You're doing it because you want to get accepted by... Yeah, you want to impress want to impress someone. It's like yeah. the cool kid at school and everyone just wants to impress him. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Do it for yourself. So they'll go and, they'll go and nick a, a wham bar and go, I nicked a wham bar for you. I'm cool, eh? And go, right, yeah, go and nick some other things for me and you can be my friend. Yeah. You know? It's that... Thing so I'd remove all history of of religion and um, why do we need to know why we're here? We just you know if somebody's fallen in front of you, you know if you physically can, you bend down, you try and help them out. Yeah. It's a natural thing that we do as human. Now we push people over just so we can be seen <laughs> yeah, picking yeah, them up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's mental. Such is the escalation of social media. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you know. What a, uh, what a salient point. Not saying there isn't a God, you know? Yeah, well, yeah.
never expected that to uh, come from come from this conversation. Well, well played. It's very good. Thank you, yeah. sir. Yeah, I mean that actually uh, that that brings me on to my next point is uh, stealing something to impress someone. Do you watch much TV? I don't watch as much as I used to, but I still watch a lot of TV. Yeah. So have you seen? There's an advert for Cadbury's Dairy Milk where there's a, a child that goes into a shop to get a chocolate bar for its mother, and the mum's outside. Seemingly completely unaware that the child is inside or anywhere. It's just sort of standing and looking around. Uh, the child's inside getting a chocolate bar and pays for it from the shopkeeper. The shopkeeper's really nice and gives gives to the kid the chocolate bar anyway. But the kid pays for it with like a button and some uh-huh. like pocket dust and that sort of thing. And like just crap mm-hmm. and like a, like a Sabutio player or something like that. And the shopkeeper's like, oh, okay, yeah, you can have it. And then he says, and your change and gives a button back, right? Now, to my mind, one of two things have happened there. Either that parent is just completely unaware that the child's gone anywhere and therefore is a terrible parent, or mm-hmm. is aware that that child's gone into the shop to get some chocolate, f- fully in the knowledge that that child doesn't have any money and has come outside and seemingly either stolen a chocolate bar or knows that they've actually been the architect of a scan. And uh, yeah. I think that's what it is. I think the I think the parent is encouraging the kid to uh, to scan shopkeepers who are kind, Could be. steal stuff from them, or, or or go on. The kid went in to buy cigarettes in panic. <laughs> just sure, just went cigarette, cigarette, cigarette. <laughs> uh, 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 um, oh, this egg, please, and here's here's a. Here's dust and a, a dead butterfly, mum. You know, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Now panic, mum. I shot myself. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. And, you know, I'm banned for this shop, don't you? <laughs> you know, I'm banned. You know, maybe, maybe that's what. It's, it's not going to be good. Whatever no, no, happened, no. The opposite used to happen when I worked in um, Weatherspoon. The parents used to be. We we wouldn't serve some of them now and again because you get some drunk woman or drunk guy at the bar going around. And you go, is that your kids outside? And you go, ah. you go, I'm not serving you. Uh, well, they're not in the pub. You go, yeah, but you've left them out. Yeah. Like you would leave them outside, go and get pissed for a couple hours. And fucking, yeah, yeah. You know, but you've got to watch because you can't, if you say I'm not serving you because your kids, they'll go out and go, you fucking, tell you to hide, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you said that, it reminded me of that. You, they used to, um, yeah, they used to just on a Saturday go through the town and leave their Jeez. kids. I mean, some of them used to would probably just be gasping for a pint and they weren't allowed in, so they would just go right, wait there. I'm going to be ten minutes. I'm just going to have a quick pint. Yeah, which is wrong. But look, you know, you can understand it from. But to leave them out there, a couple hours. Yeah, while you go in and just uh, have a jolly. Yeah, that's not on. Reminded me though. Yeah. Bloody hell. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, so there's no, there's no redeeming. Except for the shopkeeper, no. but then even the shopkeeper should have went. There, there's your change. Ha ha ha. Yeah. yeah. Social. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe you, you did. Know, um... Maybe that's a rest- Maybe there's like a follow up advert where that shopkeeper has called social services. Yeah. That, Listen, they haven't got enough money to buy a chocolate bar. To be fair, inflation these days, chocolate bars are expensive. But that's great. Yeah. 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 That's uh. Yeah, it's very sad. Well. <laughs> As such, that advert makes me scream at the TV. Uh, what adverts make you scream at the TV? <laughs> is where that question was going. What adverts make me scream at the television? 
there's so there's there, it's weird because there's so many. I'm trying to think now because you tend to just shut off when the adverts come on. Yeah. Fast forward, don't you? Or you go and maybe go make a cup a tea. of tea. Yeah. Oh, what adverts wind me up? They don't make any sense. That's often the problem, isn't it? They're nonsensical. Yeah, but then that works. That's yeah. what annoys me. You get, you know, you see Nandra, the one about Cadbury's, when the guy just comes out of his car and his hair's on fire, <laughs> and then he's only got one shoe and it's up his ass, and he runs up to this little guy who's dressed as a ninja and goes, I can't find my teeth. And, and you go, what the hell is this about? And then you go, the guy goes, it's okay, I've got a chocolate bar here. And you go, oh, that's okay. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, it's the Cadbury's one, isn't it? Yeah, Yorkie, that's the one. Fuck, it works. Yeah, I'd buy that. You know? I'd buy if that they just did an advert called Yorkie, 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 you'd go, I need to buy toilet paper. It's it's, it's, it's all subliminal, isn't it? It's, yeah. the, it's the ones you talk about the most. They're the shitty ones. I'm trying to think what ones wind me up. Because there's a few that my wife laughs at me because I'm going, that doesn't make any sense. What is... I just love those sort of ones where there's someone like you know someone dancing in a field and they're running along and they throw a ball to a friend and a, and that friend goes to throw the ball but it's a frisbee and they throw the frisbee back and then they're having a lovely oh, time yeah. and they're laughing and then a sign comes up for Levi's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or look what you could do with it with um, all this plus you could jump out of a plane. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know you could, you could do okay. that anyway. I can't do even of a had a vagina or not you know it's not yeah it's not something I can't roller skate wear this yeah you can't do it but you'll be comfortable yeah I hate adverts just I, I like being in them yeah because the money because the money but um, what, have you been in some then that wasn't a, a little hint um, no I, uh, I, I did a Ikea advert and I did a, a Doritos advert years ago I did an advert for uh, Littlewood's Lottery and uh, that must have been years ago it was it was t- in 1998 I think oh I'm an old man you see but adverts in general are just actually you get some great adverts yeah you remember the the, the um, what is it the, is it an ape or is it a yeah it, uh, yeah it's a gorilla gorilla the yeah. gorilla playing the drums and do you know what that was for Cabra's Dairy Milk. Was it? Yeah. See? <laughs> you see? It works. Yeah. Nothing to do with chocolate. No, nothing at all. But everyone watches it. You know? Yeah. See? Works. Yeah. Subliminally, I even mentioned an advert about Cabra's. See? Here we are. The bastards have got into my head. They're in their minds. And I'm going to go out and buy some Cabra's Dairy Milk. Do it. Yeah, and then get in contact with them to sponsor me because uh, I've yes. mentioned their name at least 12 times, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Do it. Well, fair play. So it, uh, is that your favourite advert, would you say? No, I don't have a favourite advert. There's so many. There's just too yeah. many. There's like Even when you're, you're on YouTube, there's you've got to go through an advert or you could skip it. Or, or, but you've got to watch at least five seconds of it, you know. Yeah. And sometimes those five seconds, you go, "I just want to know what happens to the baby at the end." <laughs> um, and it's well, that's the thing about uh, obviously, like where so much of uh, uh, I'm, I'm saying the word society without trying to sound sort of uh, deep and meaningful, but there's so much of society that's thrown away now that when adverts come on or trailers for films, 
Like there's a rule that if you haven't got anyone's attention in the first like five seconds, they're not paying attention. Yeah. So sometimes, and I'll, I I like playing that game, like because I'm aware of that. I'll watch the stuff on YouTube, the ones that allow you to skip after five seconds, and I always think, do I want to watch this within five seconds? No, they're not very good at their job. <laughs> and then yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's that's the thing. There's 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 so so many to hate that yeah. I don't have time. Oh, I like you can't some. you can't devote hate to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's be let's be positive i liked some adverts yeah you know there we go this i liked some yeah i think uh like there's some the the ones that stay in my memory are the ones from the 90s like the uh the milky way advert for the uh red car and a blue yeah. car had a race blue car had a race yeah yeah and the uh r white's man sneaking to the fridge to steal some r whites from the fridge oh yeah yeah See when I see my time was um, hey Mister Salt it was a, the thingy advert and it was the um, Iron Brew adverts were brilliant uh, yeah Iron Brew made in Scotland see goodness and it'd be this uh, kid would drink Iron Brew and he'd put loads of nuts and bolts in his mouth and spit them out and <laughs> and he'd put the rivets back onto the bolt and there'd be a kid sweeping the streets or the leaves bars Iron Brew. Aiden Girders, they Scotland, or whatever it was. And he but he would drink the iron brew and lift up the pavement and sweep all the leaves under it. Nice. Iron brew made in Scotland, say Girders. Brilliant. It's, and um, then they did the one of the piss take the Coca Cola advert. What's that? The Coca Cola advert used to be um Coca-Cola is it? And it'd be this romantic kind of 90s MTV kind of video of rock stars and people walking in the rain with leather jackets holding hands and then they did the iron brew one and it was the same idea but the rock guy would throw the the microphone up there and it wouldn't come back and then there'd, there'd be a guy skimming on the river and it would this stone would knock somebody out and nice. you know yeah. the guy would hit the instead of the coke machine and the coke coming out he would hit the iron brew machine and the iron brew would head head button back and all that kind of stuff <laughs> oh that's good you know that was a good idea. Yeah. So I imagine you had more Iron adverts brew. for Iron Brew in Scotland than we did down here. Yeah, it's, it's a, it was, it's just full of sugar. It's just it was yeah. a good hangover cure because it was just full of shit, really, but it does taste brilliant. I don't know if it's a Scottish oh, it's great. thing. You know what I mean? Iron Brew. That's my favourite thing it's about, because like, that seems like a stereotype that like Scotland can't possibly live up to. Like Everyone says, oh yeah, Scottish people love Iron Brew. They do, though. It's unreal. Yeah, like, I've never been to someone's house in Scotland where they haven't had iron brew in the fridge. I did like the first time I did Edinburgh stand. They said, "Oh, there's a drinks fridge over there, like in the in the green room." Mm. I'll like, oh, just go and help yourself to the uh, drinks fridge. And they said, "Oh, there's beer and sort of coke, whatever you want." And I opened it up, and there was like half a shelf of beer, and it was half coke, and then like two shelves of iron brew. It's amazing. Hey, it's, wait, wait, look, what? See, oh, I've got my back. I'm getting old. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what it's getting, but it's walked off. Ah, it seems to have disappeared. I've got my own iron brew mug, but um, my son tends to use it, so he's. So that was a pointless journey that I just made there. <laughs> no, it's good. I liked it. Yes, there was a yeah. guy in my drama class who had a metal plate put in his head because he got hit by a car. So he had a metal plate. Dave Adam, 
and he they put a metal plate there and they had to reconstruct his nose and stuff. And wow. uh, I used to call him Iron Brew. <laughs> Honestly, he'd say, all right, Iron Brew. Imagine <laughs> he drink a lot of Iron Brew, but no, he's got a metal head. <laughs> you know? Well, that what a brutal story, but that's very funny. <laughs> it's true, yeah. yeah. Call him bars for short, all right, bars. What do you call uh, bars? Bars Iron Brew. <laughs> bars Iron Brew. Made in Scotland. They get us. Nice. Right, I've got... Uh, I've got to ask one more question. I, I normally sort of finish it about about that many, but uh-huh. I think this one might be interesting. Because uh, I had a dream the other day where Julie Waters had fallen in the sea. And uh, basically... I woke up in the middle of the night and uh, in a panic Googled what is the coldest that Julie Waters has ever been? What's the weirdest question you've ever asked as a result of a dream? I've asked because of a dream. Yeah, like what either what sort of question have you asked as a result of a dream or like what's the uh, sort of the, the biggest your mind has changed as a result of a dream? Like I, I once I, learned to snowboard in a dream. I, I said to my wife once, I said, you're not real. And um, it, that was it. No, I didn't dream. Um, I had this weird dream, and um, I said to my wife, "What was it again? It was I kept trying to speak, but I kept feeling sick in my belly. So every time I went to speak, uh, <clears throat> I would throw up, but ink would pour out of my mouth. Oh, just ink. And I said, and it was just, and every time I went to speak, it was just ink." Fallen out of my face, and my wife said, "That's because you're weird." No, she said. Um, <laughs> she gave a really good, elaborate answer. I said, "It's really weird dream." I have fucked up dreams all the time, but yeah. um, that one was vivid. And she said, "Do you think because I'm dyslexic? Do you think because you do comedy and you don't write very well? Because I can't write." Yeah. Um, so I've got the head and, and I always get hard to type stuff out for me. She goes, and, and you, you panic about things and you have anxiety. And so what you do is you um, you go on stage and you speak your words. You know, you, you yeah. do you think that you're having anxiety because you don't write as much? So when you're going on stage in, in your head, when you're sleeping, you're having panic attacks, thinking that maybe you should write more. And that's the the worst scenario is that every time you're going to speak, it's just the ink that's coming out. Yeah, you know. And she said a bit more elaborate than that, but that I thought, wow, that's pretty. That's pretty deep because yeah. it, it, it sounds. I mean, it could be true. You it know? makes sense. Be, it sounds makes plausible. sense. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Cool. There we go. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Finish it on a serious question. Why not? Yeah, so yeah, I like it. I think we uh, we should wrap up because I, I need to finish what I was doing upstairs. Oh, you haven't wiped. Uh, no, I've wiped, hey. but uh, I, I cut it off halfway through. I had to get the bit that was coming immediately. Um, <laughs> horrendous, horrendous conversation. Um, <laughs> uh, have you got anything that you need to plug? Not need to, want to? Uh, well, yeah, this you need uh, to. laptop because it's running out of battery. Um, hey. uh, so quick. So quick, <laughs> you're ready for um, the stage. I, I'm doing live gigs. Just, I've got Facebook. Paul Perry, that's it. Facebook, yep. Google me, watch me. I'm on YouTube. Ah, yeah. I've got a YouTube channel. 
Paul Perry. Come. Yeah, you've got loads of you put you put some stuff up recently, haven't you? Um, you look very panicked. Uh, uh, That's hey, I can I can find a link and uh, add it add it in at the end. With link, but I want to see the nail because I don't even know what it is. Because there could be other Paul Perrys and he'll get loads of uh, uh, Paul Perry comedian. Cool. That's it. Yeah, good. Watch some of that shit. <laughs> Mash, mash, mash. Mm, shit. Yeah, watch some of my stuff. I'm like a Swiss Army knife comedian, am I? I've just got all the got it all. Yeah. You got jokes, you, know? you got stories, you got nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And eighties. I look like a newsreader from the eighties. You know, with a I'm growing my hair. I'm yeah. deciding to grow it out. Oh, okay. What you can do you with know? it, down to your knees? Um, I'm going to get uh, right here. Yeah. yeah. That is his pointing into his shoulders. For yeah. The listener. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm, it's going to probably take about a year and a half from now. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I look forward to it. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, yeah. So you've plugged your YouTube, plugged your Facebook, and you've plugged your hair. Cool. Which uh, you've got an incredible head of hair, actually, for. Uh, you're For somebody up. that's forty six, that's a very kind thing of you to say. <laughs> you know, I've, I'm I'm just hair. I've just I'm very hairy. I'm like a big pube. I've got hairy teeth. It's just <laughs> my back. Everything is just hair. You know, I've got to yeah. get little contact lenses with razors in them just to put my eyes to cut the hair. <laughs> crazy, you know. Oh, that's madness uh, on my back. I'm getting old though. Yeah, Bloody we're all getting old. Yeah, very yeah. true. Some of us quicker than others. Uh, I, uh, yeah, my back can't hurts. get older quicker. No, well, I mean, Benjamin Button got older backwards, so I think anything's possible. Yeah, well, I watched that um, film on Rewind, and it was basically the same film. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of a joke there right now, it would work, it would just be the same film. Don't you have, Do you know what I mean? Isn't that one of your jokes anyway? He starts off as a baby. Yeah. No, he starts off as an old man. An old man as a baby. And then he goes in a, a baby, doesn't he? It grows up to be a, a grown baby. Guys, it's a fetus. Yeah. So maybe, wouldn't it be funny if you just, if you watched that backwards and it would just look like a, oh, that's hurting my head trying to work it out. Yeah, you've got one there. Yeah, think about it on the train ride. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the other thing. We were watching um, with the kids 101 Dalmatians and um, we've got a dog. And there's obviously a lot of barking and all that stuff. And I was saying to, to the to my wife, Kate, I went, do you think films to dogs will be completely different from the film we're watching? Because the dog's going, rawr, 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 when it's hanging from a cliff and you're going, oh, the dog's barking for help. But to my yeah. dog, the dog's going, biscuits. Ah, oh, I love my mum. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a completely different film for dogs. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll be hearing when it's going, going oh, the, the dog's crying because it, because it's lost its its um, its owner, and all my dog hears is it going, "Oh, a lady do do do," you know, it's just... <laughs> singing a little song. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch yeah. it as a dog. Yeah, if only we should watch it with subtitles. Yeah, so it comes up. Do you with... think when it, it like if, if when you're watching a film with subtitles and somebody went turn it up, the, the words get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's funny. There's got to be a joke in that, I should think. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Right. Uh, right, go. 
Yes, you, you you need to be on the train soon. I do. So yes. Okay, Max. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on, man. It's been a real pleasure. And, Thank uh, you, l- Lovely to see you as ever, and I'm sure I'll see you very soon. Yes. Wh- yes. When's your next Ross gig? Uh, I don't know. I haven't got one. I haven't got one in. Right. Yeah. Well, if I'll have a word. Soon, and it's on a weekday, I'll try and pop along. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, when's your next one? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Well. Oh, 30, 30, 31st of July. It's in a weird rock festival-y thing. Oh, okay. Or not rock, a weird festival thing. I'll look, I'll look it up, see, see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. I need to go for a piss now as well. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Cool. Well, thanks very much, man. It's been thanks, absolutely sir. lovely to see you. And uh, I'll, I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Take care. Love you. Bye. Thanks, mate. Love you. Bye. So that was Paul Peary. Absolutely mad. I love him. He's amazing. So little of that made sense. And I, I, I love it. That's just very much part of who he is. And I wouldn't have wanted that conversation to go any other way. So I'm very happy with that. Even if some of it was slightly questionable. I warned you about that at the start. So hopefully that's okay. Hopefully you don't mind. If you want to find Paul online, just search Paul Peary. There's things of him. He's around. He gigs live. That's the best place to see him because it's electric. He's a wonderful performer and worth seeking out and giving him some of your time and money if you can. Speaking of which, if you want to support the podcast, I said I'd plug this at the end and absolutely didn't plug it at the start. If you do want to support monetarily and can just you want to find a way of saying thank you for bringing your joy, don't forget to just send me a little bit of money at ko-fi.com to help cover the podcast fees and buying new equipment, that sort of thing. Uh, or just as a, just want me to buy buy myself a little drink. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Don't forget to go and follow this podcast and subscribe and go on your friends' phones and tell them to subscribe and to write us a lovely five-star review on places. And uh, Facebook started telling me the other day that I need to ask people to review the podcast page on there. So if you can, pop on there. Drop us a little review. That'd be really appreciated, especially if it's nice. If you don't like it, put review for something else somewhere else just uh, i mean we you know we're in a world where negativity gets spread too easily so maybe hold off on that and you know just spread positivity where you want to spread it anything that you like you know stop saying mean things about me that's real mean it's trying to bring you some joy anyway i think i'm unraveling got a couple of podcasts recording this week including uh one who I'm very, very excited to have on the podcast. I've been a fan of for a long time, so look forward to that. In the meantime, be good to each other. Drink some tea. Take an umbrella out because it's raining now. Have a little sit down. Maybe just stay indoors, drink a tea, listen to the podcast. Enjoy your lives, my friends. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye.